Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. And we have another phenomenal guest today. But before I bring them to the stage, I want to remind you that we are streaming live, live, live from Facebook, our Facebook business page, as well as our YouTube channel. Uh, so for those of you all that are checking us out live, we invite you, I invite you to place your comments and questions in the live chat and take part in the show. Now, if you are considering buying a home, look, we are a full service real estate company. Let us guide you through the process step by step. Uh, we'll even schedule showings for you to see properties all throughout the Houston Metroplex. All you have to do is give us a call at the number shown to learn more about how we can help you. Uh, in addition, maybe you're not considering putting your home on the market for, I mean, maybe you're not you're considering buying, but you're considering putting your home on the market for sale. Uh, so we have some special uh, no cost, no commitment offers for people looking to sell their homes as well. Uh, one of them is a free neighborhood buying and selling activity report. Uh, all we need is your email address. We can get that information over to you so you can get an idea of what kind of buying and selling activity is going on in your neighborhood. Um, we'll also do an in-person property condition home evaluation where we'll send one of our professional real estate people over to your home. They'll take a look, do a tour on the inside and be able to give you some insights as it relates to how to make your house more marketable. All of those things are no cost, no commitment. So definitely take advantage. All right. So with that being said, without further ado, I would like to bring to the stage a realtor plus financial advisor, financial planner, born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. She's just recently relocated here to Houston, Texas. She signed up with Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. I bring to the stage Miss Erica May. What's going on, Erica? Hello. Hello. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing phenomenal. Thank you for, for getting on with us today. We're excited about having you and the people to learn more about you. Uh, you know, the Real to Life podcast, uh, of all my 17 years being in real estate and the real estate industry, I feel that as real estate professionals, we hadn't been appreciated, right? Our clients, our customers, sometimes even our colleagues, man, they put us in a box, not recognizing that we're people too, people with passions. We have many layers of passions that we have. So, I wanted to create a platform where real estate professionals like yourself could come on, showcase the many passions that you have in addition to being in real estate. Uh, and we also do a little bit of coaching as well. But but that's what it's all about. Before we get started, I know people are going to want to know they're going to want to engage with you on social media. Uh, where, where can they find you on social media? What platforms do you hang out at? Sure. Uh, once again, Mike, thank you for having me. My name is Erica May, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and fan base at Erica May Realtor, all one word. 
Absolutely. Erica May Relica, and it's M A Y E. Okay, look at you. Don't forget the E. Don't forget the E. So, so this fan base app. This is something that's new. Like, do you, like what do you know about that? Talk because I've never heard of this app before. So, yeah. So, fan base as was created by Isaac Hayes III. Isaac Hayes, the the um the singer, singer? his son. Yes, his son created okay. fan base. He did a big um, fundraising campaign last year um, on Start Engine. And it's a social media app that actually pay content creators for um, their content. Mm -hmm. Unlike being on Instagram or TikTok, where our uh, creators go out and what? We make the trends, right? Uh, we mm -hmm. set the trends, we make the trends, we change the trends, but we don't get paid for that. Uh, or if we do, it's hardly pennies. So he created fan base to allow content creators to get paid so i think it's a great social That's media so platform that i love and want to support and um for uh uh discretion i invested I, i'm investing in fan base as well so oh, put that out okay there. look at you look at you see we're gonna <laughs> jump into that you be you be having to follow those those protocols and disclosure protocols right right um, right i'm a small you. investor i'm not a huge investor but i did invest so well, we're definitely yeah. going. We're definitely going to jump into that because um, you know one of the first questions that I typically ask our guest Erica is I talk about their passions, their hobbies, and things like that. Um, so I know the financial services plays a big role. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that, the, uh, as it plays in the role it plays in your life, being financial planner, investor, and things like that. Sure. So uh, ever since I can remember, I was always uh, savvy with my funds. Uh, I always joke, I, I master the art of budgeting, right? Uh, I've come from a background of, you know, humble beginnings, didn't really have a lot of money. So I know how to uh, make a dollar out of 15 cents, as yeah, you know, we make say. It make it <laughs> you got to make it stretch. Yeah. Uh, and it was maybe year 2014, 15, when gentrification in New Orleans was starting to, you know, become a, a thing. And it's being highlighted and talked about. And I had this debate on social media, like, we're in these neighborhoods. We've been in these neighborhoods for 50 years. Why are we not buying them? You can't complain about people coming to the neighborhood if, if it's available. Right, right. And I got the pushback I got was people just don't know. Mm. And I had to take a step back and say, well, instead of judging people, and not that I was coming from a place of judgment, um, but it's a difference between intent and impact, right? So I, I was like, instead of coming from a place of um, judging, let me just do my part to educate. So I just, I went to the local library, um, Signed, um, assigned, got some space assigned, and I just started creating classes on, you know, real estate. And I wasn't even a real estate agent at the time. Um, just real estate, um, you know, how to budget, you know, about credit, just talking about different things to try to help the community, right? Do my part in the community. And it became something that I love, uh, you know, almost like a passion. And and then I became a realtor. So yeah. you, you, you followed that, uh, that uh, Mahatma Gandhi be the change you want to see in the world? Yes, absolutely. We so, have to. If all of us, each individual just changes a little bit to contribute to the world, it could be a better place. Absolutely. Instead of saying, oh, I got me. That's on them. You know? <laughs> they got to figure it out. I, I know right. what I'm doing. But that's right. awesome, man. That's that's a, that's a phenomenal story. So you just woke up one day before you got your real estate license, before you invested. You was just like, I just need, I'm going to educate the community. And you just started giving classes. You created your own curriculum that you began to teach people in the library? Yes. I just, you know, was Googling information and created a PowerPoint slide and, and presented information. Um, 
And, and that's how it started. And, I, you know, it was also a ministry for me. So I was at a dark place. I had my baby. I have a son that was really young. I had just recently got divorced. I lost mm-hmm. my job. And mm-hmm. so I was just a dark place. And you find that when you're not in the best mental state, sometimes it's good to give to give back to other mm-hmm. people. One, it takes your mind off of other your problems. Mm-hmm. And then two, it, it allows you to help people. And three, just never know what's going to come of it. Now, when I started, I wasn't looking for the come of it, but I ended up getting a, a wonderful job at a, a local nonprofit in New Orleans. That's a big um, nonprofit mm-hmm. um, being a financial educator. Yeah. Wow. From that wasn't even didn't even think um, when I thought it, they, all of that would come of it. Yeah. But yeah, so it, it was a, a great experience. No, that is that's a wonderful story. So uh, and, and you kind of you kind of subscribe to my, my way of thinking where um, the reason, you know, one of the questions that you post to the community is like, you know, why are we buying? Why are we buying our, our neighborhood? And a lot of it has to do with they don't have we don't have disposable income. Like we're not right. we're not managing our money to where we create that disposable income that we can begin to utilize. We don't free that money up like we spend everything we earn. We spend. Um, so I, so I, I can tell that a lot of your classes, the way that you approached it as it related to credit, as it related to budgeting, um, was ultimately, uh, assisting people in freeing that money up so they could begin to now buy black, buy back the block as we, uh, some of the terminology we've been hearing lately. So that's, go ahead. No, absolutely. Exactly. I was talking to everyday people, you know, people from the hood, you know, people of, of modest means. And I say all the time, I can tell you my story. I bought a home when I was 19, 20 years old in New Orleans. I was literally working at the aquarium making $7 and 50 cents an hour. Now this was almost 20 years ago uh, where real estate was, you know, much more affordable. Um, but I did it. My down yeah. payment was uh, and I tell this story not to be braggadocious, but to give inspiration. My down Absolutely. payment was my my school loan refund. Wow. I would say. Um, yeah. So I tell everybody, it's it's really, I grew up with my grandparents telling me it's not about how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Mm-hmm. Now, we know they have some extreme circumstances where sometimes the income is just too, too low, mm-hmm. or we have to keep up with inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, but that aside, for the most part, just like you say, it's your spending habits. It's your your behavioral patterns when it comes to spending. Absolutely. Because that's, how I, that's exactly how I did it. It's your lifestyle. It's your lifestyle. Yeah. Another one that we hear a lot of is not how much money you make, it's about how much money you keep. Right? Absolutely. Because you're going to have all these external forces trying to get you to get them, give them that, your money. Right. Right. And you got to learn how to, I love that, that term you use, those behavioral patterns. You got to behave better uh, right. and, then, and then your whole world can change. Uh, it's the Absolutely. same for me. You know, uh, me and my family, we went from living check to check. Um, you know, I used to talk, tell my wife all the time, you know, she felt like, oh, we just need to make more money. And I'm like, nah, man. And even if we make more money, money. If we don't, if you're going to just spend, spend more, more money. money. <laughs> yeah. So we got to. That's saying it's true. Money don't change who you are. It reveals who you are. Absolutely. So if you're a spender, you're going to just spend more. You're if you're a giver, more. you're going to just give them more, give more and we Absolutely. can go down the list. Absolutely. Yeah. So I began focusing on myself, focusing on my spending habits, how I approach money, how I treated it, how I made Making more money. As long as you got those habits, you maintain those habits, man. That's when things really start taking off. So uh, that's a great that's a great uh, education that you're doing, Erica. Uh, what are some other ways? Because I know there's some other things that I know you've shared with me that you're doing 
as it relates to helping everyday people, as it, as it relates to investing in things. So why don't you talk to us about that as well? Absolutely. So I've been, um, actually the idea came last I always wanted to open a community bank, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I realized I've always been for the community, even though I didn't, I didn't, the language wasn't there, but I guess it was just in my heart ministry. And I was like, I wanted to a community bank where, you know, people would come and get micro loans that are going to the payday loan type situations. But I can't afford, you know, I, I'm not in the space to open up a bank at this so time. You ain't got no capital. Your capital is right. not Right. Not yet. That's not yet. Clear. Not yet. Put that out in the universe. Eh? Yeah, not yet. And I, I learned about um, uh, this term called a family bank. And so it was like, ah, I could do a family bank. And that turned into um, me starting an investment group. Me and a, a good friend of mine, we uh, put, you know, put, put, put the plan together and we created an investment group. Once again, for everyday um, working people, um, the buy-in is, is really affordable. And we invest in um, avenues like, you know, uh, mutual funds. We want to, we do eventually want to offer micro loans. We just started maybe in April. I think April was the start date. So it's been about five, six months. So we invest in um, mutual funds. We want to eventually offer micro loans and invest in small businesses that, that's awesome. looking for capital. So that that's the end goal that we invest. So once again, help the community, but then help each other build wealth. Absolutely. Right? For everyday people who wouldn't otherwise probably wouldn't think to do that. Right. So it just really is, is my mission to build up the economic um you know wealth of black folks right about community absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely so so now you you know you relocated here to houston from new orleans Mm -hmm. um well that's it i mean that's interesting like how 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 did you end up in houston in uh january of last year my mom moved here uh Mm -hmm. and right before uh covid and uh uh, unfortunately, I guess unfortunately, the way I got really in the very first wave of COVID, in the very beginning, I got really sick. So she found us found herself spending way more time in wellness, caring for me, and, mm-hmm. and then helping with my son. She was my, mm-hmm. she's my biggest support system. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point I needed, you know, I was in hospital for, you know, it. I, I was really, you know, really yeah. sick, really ill. When nobody knew what was going on, it was yeah. the very beginning in March yeah. of 2020. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um, so you one of the first people that got it, probably. I was when when our mayor in New Orleans stated that we have our first presumptive case, I was in the hospital. I wasn't I was she wasn't speaking about me, but right, right. I was one yes, I, nobody was like to know what was going on. Yeah. And doctors at the time couldn't tell people what was going on. Right. They so didn't know. they didn't know, right. Um and so she was spending so much time back in you know, it got so much like, Eric, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, and then my, my the kids were had to be home. My son had to you know be work work mm-hmm. uh, work from home. My nonprofit that I love dearly, they you know uh, they didn't have any work at home options. So I had to go in the office once I got better. So that mm-hmm. means she was staying longer to take care of my son while I'm at work. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, you know, I guess it's time <laughs> you know to make a start. Yeah. And that's fresh that's start. how it happened. Fresh start. So wow. I, it's been about a year year i've been living here and um it's been a pleasure so far you know yeah 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 mm-hmm. just getting acquainted i mean that's very right. it takes it takes a lot it takes a lot of umph to just uproot mm-hmm. you know what you yes. know what you're familiar to uh, absolutely to and place. i had to tell myself i had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable right because yeah. i was very uncomfortable i mean it's new orleans 
Right. You know, yeah. I love Houston, but it's New Orleans. Yeah, absolutely. And I had family there, right? So I had to get I had to get very comfortable with being uncomfortable to make the move. Um, yeah. but I'm seeing growth. Well, I'm I'm definitely seeing growth. Yeah. So it's it's a positive. I'm happy about that. Well, and you know what? You took the words right out of my mouth, right? You know, a lot of us, we're looking for success. We're looking for this level of success mm -hmm. and it's right outside of our comfort zone. Like, right. because being being uncomfortable is what stretches you. It's what grows mm -hmm. you. Uh, it, it increases your capacity. So, yeah, once you once you get comfortable, like you said, get comfortable being uncomfortable, um, then you'll start experiencing these levels of growth that you've never experienced before in your life right. so that's a that's a great inspiration to the people man so you know everybody just go uproot move to a different city and and see what happens <laughs> right i mean you can always go home you know you can always you can, you can always, always go, go home, home but absolutely. you'll never know right absolutely absolutely uh well that's awesome all right so talk to us a little bit about your real estate journey so i know we you know we spend a lot with the finances and the financial aspect of things uh we see a, we see where your heart is as it relates to wanting to grow wealth for the community, you know, how did becoming a realtor kind of get pulled into uh, the mix of all of that? Sure. Funny story. When I was in high school, uh, talking to my high school counselor, cut class, let's be real. I was supposed to be in class. Talking <laughs> cut to class. She was like, Erica, what do you want to do? What do you want to go to school for? I said, I'm, I'm going to go to school and major in real estate. I want to be a real estate agent. I want to be a real estate developer. And she was like, Erica, you don't have to go to college for that. Um, so, that was 20 years ago <laughs> uh, and uh but of course as time going on i'm i'm, I'm uncomfortable it's like i, I don't want to do no you know commission and I, I let it i let it go for years until mm. i got my um license in 2016 mm. because it kept coming back to me i love real estate like i said i bought a house 17 18 mm -hmm. years ago i you know i always wanted to you know real estate was always just coming back to me coming back to me mm -hmm. and i decided to um when I was at that dark spot to just take the leap of faith, right? Yeah. And get um and get my license. And so I've been a, a licensed real estate agent in the state of Louisiana since for five years since 2016. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I was like, oh, I should have done this, you know. <laughs> I should have I should have been I you know I waited so long. I've been running from my calling for so yeah. long. I love real estate. Yeah, I love yeah. the uh the actual tangible, you know, the, the, the uh, tangibleness of real estate. But then I love mixing helping people, right? Absolutely. I love helping people and educating people. So it's, it's all of my passions all into one. I think it's just a perfect blend. So you're getting a lot of fulfillment. You're getting a lot of fulfillment out of what you do on a daily basis. Yes. I, I now understand when people say um, when you can do something that you love, you do it for free. You like you'll yeah. do it anyway. It's like that's yeah. kind of how it is. I get up and do it anyway. I just I love doing it. Yeah. So you'll so never when work. All the stressors come. Say, if you mm -hmm. love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, is what they say. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when the stresses like come of real estate, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. I love it so much. Yeah. So, yes, of course, when I moved here, immediately it was like, I got to get my, I, I got to, you know, get my license and continue on yeah. with it. And here I am. Here you are. Now you're licensed in two states. Look at yes. you. I'm licensed in two states. Yes. That's phenomenal. All right. Well, good, man. Well, you know, Again, the first part of the Real to Life podcast, we spent a lot of time really opening up the window to your life, exposing who you are to others, 
You got a phenomenal story, very inspirational. I know people are going to want to see it again. I know they're going to want to connect and engage with you on social media. Uh, I also like to use this platform to do a little bit of coaching. Like you, you and I both know I'm a, a, a realtor plus business coach. Uh, that's what I kind of hang my hat on. So a couple of the questions that I asked you on the questionnaire had to deal with maybe some life challenges, some, you know, professional challenges. You know, what are some of those challenges that, you know, that you wouldn't mind sharing and maybe we can talk through it, maybe to help you out as well as help some of the audience. What are some challenges that you're experiencing right now? Uh, sure. Of course, once again, I'm being uncomfortable and transparent. Uh, the fear of being in a new place, right? Yeah. I don't know hardly um, um, many people personally that live in Houston. So it's, it's going to take a lot to build my real estate business. It's not like when you start a, a real estate career in, in your own hometown, you know, because the, the, when you when to build up your sphere, most of your business will come from the, the sphere that's the, your sphere core group that's closest to you. And that's how I start. And then you build out. So I don't have that. So I, it's that fear of that. Um, well, let's, it, well, hold on. Before before we go, let's stop there. Right. OK, so I have a question for you. Yeah. So who told you that that's how you build a business? Past training. <laughs> and uh, so, OK, so was that your belief or was that their belief? It was their belief. But in fairness, it, it, it did help me, it, you know, right. that's how I thought it. Mm -hmm. But is that the only way? Oh, I, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. OK, so let's throw that out the window. Right. That was the way you did it there. Right. But that's not the only way that right. you grow a business. All right, continue. Absolutely. We just you had to get that belief out of there. That was a limiting belief. Yeah. We had to get that out of there. All right. 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 All right keep going. Uh, so it, it's it's that it's it's just the you know fear. I you know I have to build my business. I have to you know market myself. Mm -hmm. And and then second, I I think my second thing is just really just um, focusing on my health. Right. Mm -hmm. I've, I've spent so much time focusing on you know, the finances, the money. And I have a good friend, my good girlfriend, we've been friends for, for almost 20 years. And she just told me that day, she said, Erica, you you always, oh, you focus on money. You got that down so packed. But if you sick or not here, how you gonna mm -hmm. spend it? That's right. And that was just a aha moment, you know? Yeah. And then my son, you know, he's getting older. He was he, he was always big for his age, but his height and weight was um, uh, in line. And now mm -hmm. it's starting to kind of, you know, the gap is starting to spread just a little bit. So it, those are just motivations for me to put more care into um, taking care of myself physically, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, the, the reality, Eric, is you already know the blueprint, right? Right. Because when it comes to the money and the finances, it's you said it earlier, same, it's habits, right? It's lifestyle. It's the, same, the, it's the exact same thing I teach. <laughs> exact same thing, right? Just it's in a the different, exact same. It's just a different, different arena. arena. It is. So, it's so, so <laughs> but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Absolutely. And that's a great thing. And I think, you know, you know, first let's deal with the fear of things because, you know, we, a reason we had to kind of get rid of those limiting beliefs because that's what fear feeds on. Mm -hmm. it, it feeds on, uh, you know, some people use the acronym false evidence of or false evidence of things appearing real mm -hmm. um, or, but the reality is, is that there's an unlimited ways for you to build a successful real estate business, right? Um, now, you may not know what it is, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So a lot of your journey as you begin 
as you begin to believe, as you begin to build your real estate business, it's very important that you have that belief that there's an abundance of ways for you to build your business. There's an abundance of ways. I just need to find out what they are. So every day I'm going to work towards finding out how to build a real estate business or a business in a new place, right? So it exists, right? Because a lot of the fear is, oh, it doesn't exist. Oh, you're not going to be able to do it. Like, oh, if, if, it, if it's not within these certain circumstances, it's not going to be achieved. And we know none of that is true at all. So we, we get rid of all of that and we focus on what we're going to believe. And what we're going to believe is, is that, yes, Erica's in a new city. There's a way for her to build her business. She's going to focus on finding out that way. And boom, it's going to take off from there and, and just move towards that direction. So really focus on your belief systems as you begin to build uh, your new real estate business. Uh, and I know, you know, personally, you know, you've been meeting, going out, getting involved, getting Jerome involved. You know, yes. you're putting yourself in a position of where you are meeting people. Right. Right. So you're already in line with creating this new sphere in this new place. And it's not it's not going to take as long as you think It's you know, it's going it's going to turn over real quick. So you're definitely moving in the right direction from there. Uh, and then as it relates to the health, um, I think you said it. The key to it is finding something that's bigger than yourself. Right. And, and you said it, you know, your son, that has to be the thing that motivates you to to do what you know you need to do right because you've been knowing that you need to you know be mm -hmm. intentional about your health but you just didn't find anything that motivated you enough you doing it for you didn't motivate you enough to do it right right, right. Uh, but but understanding how it can it'll have an impact on on him i think that is powerful enough only if you keep it in the forefront of you right, right. so you you got to keep that in the forefront of you so when you have those moments when you don't feel like following the routine you don't feel like doing it like he got to come up big and bright like hd 4k imax screen in your face every time you had that thought to not do it boom he got to come in your face uh and i think that'll keep you moving forward so um that's great 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 all right. Any any final comments or any anything uh, that you want any the people to know before we sign off here? Uh, sure. So uh, if you're interested in buying, selling or leasing a home, please contact me. Facebook, Instagram, Fanbase at Erica May Realtor or call me 504-621-6914. Now, Houston, I love y'all, but I'm not giving up my 504 number. <laughs> <laughs> You keeping? I'm keeping the 504, baby. I gotta keep the 504 number. I gotta keep the 504 number. <laughs> so yes, absolutely. Give me a call and thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the program. And the one thing about me as a realtor, and I'm not saying a lot of um, enough realtors don't do it, but I do. I educate my clients, right? Mm -hmm. I don't just. I'm not just out there to make the quick buck. If you know if the lender told you you qualify for three hundred thousand, listen. This is how much your mortgage may be around about. Mm -hmm. Are you comfortable paying this every month? Because it's not just one thing. Getting a home is it's not the end, it's the beginning. Mm. Now you have to maintain that home. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be comfortable paying this mortgage, maintaining the home? Should any repairs come up? I really educate my clients. 
You know, that's good. Uh, a lot, a lot of I hear agents saying, "All oh, you need is a five eighty to get approved." Yes, that may be true in certain situations, but at what interest rate? Mm. You know, how much you so put at, down? How much you have to put down? So it, I really try to educate my clients to make them feel like they made the best decision that they can make for themselves and not just off pure emotion because they love this house so they're really willing to stretch their budget then. Absolutely. Because it's one thing to get it, but can you keep it? Absolutely. And I, I know you're not going to say it, but I'll say it. Yeah, there's plenty of realtors out here that's not educating their clients. So I'll say it. But y'all heard it from me. <laughs> but here yeah, at Brooklyn Davis. Yeah. Here at Brooklyn Davis. Yeah, we work hard to educate we, the client. We, gonna we do love it. We our gonna, people. Absolutely. We're going to guide them through the process, hold their hand, right? But there are plenty okay. of real estate professionals that are not doing that uh, way more than they need to be in our profession. So I'm glad uh, that you're picking that banner up, Erica. And, and, and I know that you're doing it for the people. So again, I want to say thank you, right? Thank you for allowing us an opportunity, a window into your life to learn more about you. You educated us on some things. You know, now I know that there's a black owned social media app that I need to look into. Um, so we really appreciate uh, your time and allowing us to, to just get to know you a little bit more today. All right. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Hopefully I can come back again. Absolutely. All right. So look, before I, before we go, let me just update everybody on some uh, upcoming events that we have. Uh, one of them is we're going to be going live, live, live again at 2.30, our mastermind through tough times. Um, we're going to be talking about who is wearing Drake's Tuscan leather after the next workout. So that's what our, our title is for our mastermind through tough times. Again, just real estate professionals talking about randomness. We're going to go live at 2.30 again. So make sure you follow the business Facebook page or you subscribe to the YouTube channel so you'll get notified when we go live. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be doing a training uh, brought to us by Cinch Home Warranties, Realtors and Home Warranties. So um, that's going to be tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Make sure you RSVP. We, uh, all you have to do is you do not have to be a Brooks and Davis real estate agent to attend our events. But you do have to be licensed to attend our events. Now, if you want to attend and you're not licensed, it's real easy. You just have to sign up for our affiliate membership. Um, but make sure that you RSVP. That's going to be tomorrow, 12 o'clock. Cinch Home Warranties. Uh, Miss Stella is going to be coming and presenting to us uh, on Thursday. Uh, Hassle Media is going to be doing a training. Uh and this one's learning how to find real estate investors and become one, too. So that's going to be on Thursday, 12 o'clock. Again, both of these trainings are virtual and in person. Make sure you RSVP and reserve your spot. Thursday, we have a happy hour, our monthly happy hour. It's going to be brought to us by Mark Boudreaux with Goosehead Insurance. So that's going to be this Thursday at 3 o'clock. Um, so make sure, again, go to the link, reserve your spot. Uh, last but not least, we have our two new offices. Super excited about that. We have our west location. We have our north location. So visit us at our new locations. We're three locations strong. And we have a huge event coming down the pipeline. August 9th, we're doing a, a mega real estate summit. It's going to be at the church at Bethel's family. Be on the lookout. Again, if you're not following the Facebook business page, make sure you're there because that's where you'll see all the flyers, all the links. And uh, so be on the lookout 
for that uh, Real Estate Summit 2021, Mapping Your Way to Home Ownership, October 9th, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the church at Bethel's Family. Make sure you go to uh, the Brooks and Davis business page to see that. Um, finally, if you are in the process of getting your real estate license or you're with a brokerage firm and you're thinking about making a change, I encourage you to visit the link shown. We're about to put it up right now. Visit this link and schedule a personal company introduction with me to learn how we train and educate our agent members, right? So we're about to put the link up. There it is. There it is. All right. So visit this link, schedule your person, personal company introduction with me. Uh, because look, we are serious about our agent support program, which includes one-on-one -on -one coaching. It includes mentorship. Uh, and as I said earlier, for you all that are not licensed, we have our affiliate membership that where our support begins even before you get your license. So um, it can be in person. It can be an in-person appointment. It can be a, a, a virtual appointment. Again, we got our locations. You can meet with me at our West location. You can meet with me at our North location, or you can meet with me online. Either way, visit the link, uh, schedule your in-person or online company introduction with me today. This has been another episode of the Real to Life podcast. I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, realtor plus business coach. Looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. It's time to take off, baby. Make it a great one. Mm.